For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. What's up, TD Fantasy listeners? Jake Arians here. Not only am I one of your co-hosts on the podcast of TD Fantasy, I'm also very privileged and proud to be the president of the Arians Family Foundation, the foundation that we started to honor my mom and the work that she's done uh, for underprivileged kids uh, throughout her entire life. So for more information, go to ariansfamilyfoundation.com, at ariansff on all your social media outlets. It's the TD Fantasy. <laughs> The TD Fantasy Podcast. TD Fantasy Podcast. With your host, Paige Demakos, Jamie Eisner, and Jake Arians. Welcome into the TD Fantasy Podcast. Paige Demakos, Jamie Eisner, and Jake Arians. Uh, happy Friday, first and foremost. Uh, hope you guys are enjoying a nice weekend. It's beautiful weather in Scottsdale. Like, literally picture perfect. Uh, I have to say that because it's snowing in the Midwest, so I have to rub it in to everybody that has to watch football in the snow while it's 75 and sunny where we I mean, live. There might be a cloud. <laughs> I might Don't see worry. a cloud in the window. <laughs> We have to we have to rub it in, and it's a perfect transition to tell you about our presenting sponsor because if you're sitting in the snow, what sounds better than being at the beach and not being a part of the snow than a cruise to the Bahamas next year with the whole TD Fantasy crew, Scout Fantasy, Andre Reed, Pilar Lastra. It's going to be a hell of a time. We're going to be doing fantasy football. If you haven't seen it or haven't heard about it, check out fantasyfootballatsea.com. Go check out our Instagram and Facebook. The pictures are ridiculous. The water is perfect, crystal clear. We're going to be sipping drinks and drafting from a private island. So if you're yeah. not doing that, you're you're not on our level. Private island, water slides, tailgates, yeah. fantasy football. It's going to be tough to beat next August. Yeah. Can we move we're, it up and go do it for baseball? <laughs> <laughs> Jake's trying to do it for uh, for every fantasy sport uh, for, for the crews. But, guys – Definitely want to check out fantasyfootballatsea.com. But let's get into our picks. We're not even going to waste our time talking about Thursday Night Football because, man, that was an absolute beatdown. told you. Pittsburgh Steelers looked real damn good last night, and road teams continue to suck on Thursday Night Football. With that being said, let's get into the Buffalo Bills-New uh, York Jets game. The big story here, we obviously. We have to. We have to. Okay. Uh, the New York Jets are a seven-point favorite at home without Sam Darnold. Uh, that is because Jamie reminded me that Josh McCown still exists. And he's actually a pretty damn good quarterback and might be a better option than Sam Darnold's been over the last few weeks. So, seven-point favorites at home. Jake, what do you see happening in that football game? Look, the Jets have been good at home. Um, you know, Darnold's been good at home. He's been terrible on the road throwing all these picks. McCown is solid, man. That dude has been good everywhere he's been, all 17 teams, it seems like. Um, I got the Jets 24-16. I think they cover that seven. Uh, I like them at home. Their, their defense is stingy. And, look, it's Buffalo. Yeah, I like the Jets to cover as well. I actually think for today, Josh McCown is going to perform better in that offense than Sam Darnold. As I continue to say every week, I think I'm very high on Darnold in the future, but he turns the ball over a lot right now. The Jets' defense is legit. Jake and I have talked about that every single week. The Bills, they're not. They're not anything. They can't do anything right, except they can kind of play defense a little bit. Uh, McCown won't turn the ball over as much. This is going to be a low-scoring game in the Jets' cover, but please, please watch a different game. Yeah. 
do not waste your time on Sunday with that football game because there are much better football games to watch. Uh, the next game does not fall into that category. The New England Patriots going on the road to play the Tennessee Titans. Uh, the New England Patriots are seven-point favorites on the road. Jake, what do you see happening there? I actually see this as fairly close game. I've got it dead on the number 24-17. I'll take the Patriots to cover that. I think they're going to struggle. This Titans defense has been really good against the run. They've been stingy, but they've given up big plays down the field. I think Brady hits some of those and gets it done. And the Patriots defense, you just got to love Belichick, man. They just take away what you do. Like they're always middle of the pack, even with a bunch of guys you've never heard of. I think they do plenty to get it done, and I think the Titans struggle to get to 17. Yeah, I, I agree wholeheartedly. I agree with everything you said there. I think the Titans defense is legit. It's going to cause Tom Brady and the Patriots some issues. I can very much see this being a 9-3 to or 10-3 to game into the third quarter where you're just kind of sitting there waiting for that Patriots offense to get going, and they might not get going until the fourth quarter. Uh, I think they cover just enough because I'm not – I have no faith in the Titans offense to produce anything. But I do think it's going to – you're going to have to sweat this one out a little bit if you take on the Patriots in this game. So don't be as excited to bet on Tom Brady in New England as you normally would be. Yeah, Tennessee's been a weird football team. They've won games, and it's been kind of in weird ways. We've talked about that quite a bit on this on the podcast and how strange it is to watch this football team. And it, listen, Dallas is not a good football team, but Tennessee looked pretty damn good on Monday Night Football. They did. Sonny Michelle will be back this week for New England, so I'd like to see how, how, how close to 100% he is. He's clearly not 100% yet. Uh, again, James White should have a big week this week. Everybody that's waiting on Rob Gronkowski, like me, I'm a Gronkowski owner. Looks like we're going to have to wait till Sunday morning again to kind of figure out whether or not he's going to play. Yeah, I would, I would find another option if you're a Gronkowski owner. And it's not Dwayne Allen. So yeah. do, not, do not decide that you're going to go with like a Patriot stack and tight end and you'll be okay. You need to find somebody else. Maybe it's Vernon Davis. Maybe it's Dallas Goddard. Uh, you need to find another option. All right, the Detroit Lions going on the road to pace my Chicago Bears. Uh, big story, obviously, Khalil Mack, healthy, will be playing in this football game. Looks like Allen Robinson will play as well for, from a fantasy perspective. The Bears are seven-point favorites at home. Jake, what do you see happening at Soldier Field this week? You know, once again, I've got it dead on the line. i got the Bears 28-21. i got to lean one way or the other. I'll take them to cover. I think their defense is going to be just nonstop getting after Stafford again. I think the Lions are going to have a little bit of a learning curve trying to figure out what they want to do uh, losing Golden Tate. So I just I don't think they have enough to keep up. I think that offense for Chicago keeps going. As long as the weather's okay, I don't, I don't have a problem putting them at, at 28. And we'll just say the Lions at 20, so they, I got, I've got them covering. Yeah, probably that time where you look, if you're a Jordan Howard owner, looks like that team is going to start running the football as kind of we all predicted for success. Uh, cold day, maybe a little bit of snow. Tariq Cohen and Jordan Howard getting a lot of catches, getting a lot of getting a lot of touches. It seems like that's what's going to happen in Chicago, and that'll be the game plan. But if you want to know what Jamie thinks about this football game, you're going to have to head to tdfantasy.com and become a premium subscriber because he likes something on this game. You're going to have to find out what it is by becoming a premium subscriber. The next game, we're going to talk about New Orleans Saints going on the road to play the Cincinnati Bengals. New Orleans is a six-point favorite going on the road. A.J. Green, again, not playing this week. Um, I'm an A.J. Green owner. Good luck trying to find somebody on the waivers that's going to get you A.J. Green touches. You better have a deep bench because you're not going to find somebody that's going to put up his numbers. Um, luckily I have the, the other offensive weapon, Joe Mixon in, in, in that offense, Jake, what do you see happening here? Do you think new Orleans can go on the road and cover that, that spread? Yeah, I've got them 31, 23. I think they go up there and get that done. Look, Cincinnati's offense is good. They're not the same without AJ green. The saints are on another level. That defense for Cincinnati is not as good as it's been in the past. They're just 
kind of blah. They're giving up big plays. They're giving up chunks, and I just don't think they can keep pace. So I've got the Saints covering that 31-23. Uh, yeah, I agree. This is a classic case of good teams can lose to better teams, and it's okay. The Bengals, I think, are a good team. The Saints are a great team right now, and I think the Saints are going to be able to handle their business. Uh, I'm interested to see who takes some of this, uh, the workload share with A.J. Green out. Obviously, I think Boyd is going to have a big game. Does John Ross step up? Is there another option there? Uh, is, is Uzoma going to step up at tight end? Because he could be a top 10 play this week for somebody at a, in the week tight end class. But I agree with Jake. I think the Saints, is they just have too high-powered of an offense to not cover this. It's less than a touchdown. This is one of the ones where I don't scare me. High-powered offenses and good teams on the road can cover single-score spreads. I think the Saints do that here. And from a fantasy perspective, Boyd's the guy that I'm putting in uh, plug-and-play for A.J. Green because I think I think, I think he's a guy that's going to see a lot of those touches, and he's been pretty pretty usable throughout this football season. All right, the Jacksonville Jaguars going on the road to play the Indianapolis Colts, the traditional three-point home favorites. Uh, I actually went back. I don't know why, but I went back and was rereading. I remember now Jalen Ramsey and all his smack mm. talk. Uh, he This defense facing it, when Andrew Luck has played, Jacksonville has not fared very well against an Indianapolis-led Colts team with Andrew Luck at the helm. So three-point favorites at home, that's a traditional spread. Jamie, I'll let you go first here. What do you think happens? So if you would have told me two months ago that I would stand here right now and say, I feel pretty confident in taking the Colts minus three against the Jaguars, I would have called you crazy. (laughs) But I am. Uh, I think this Colts team is starting to click a little bit. I don't think I still don't think they're a playoff caliber team, even if we started the season over today at 0-0. Zero zero. But I think they're a decent team. Andrew Luck is awesome. We know that. That offense is clicking. Marlon Mack, even though he's a little bit banged up, gives them a different element to that offense. That defense is getting a lot of pressure on quarterbacks. I need to see Jacksonville have a Jacksonville Jaguars game from last year before I decide that this is a playoff caliber team again. I need to see them do it. They have struggled to stop Andrew Luck before. I think they're going to struggle to stop Andrew Luck again. The Colts are at home. I'm going to take the Colts in this game. I wholeheartedly agree, brother. I got your back on this. I got the Colts 24-20. I had it 24-17, but I'm moving up a little bit, but I still got them covering. I don't know what you're going to get. I mean, here's, here's the biggest reason why. We all know about the Colts offense, and it's getting going. That front seven is stingy as hell again this year against the run. I mean, they're middle of the pack, but it's just hard to get going. And Jacksonville's still not really ready to be Jacksonville. So if Fournette can come out and have a big game, maybe we'll start believing again. But until they do it, man, I'm taking the Colts at home. Yeah, believe it when I see it type of scenario with Jacksonville. And on that note, I think Fournette is a flex. Again, I'll reiterate this from Wednesday's show. He's a flex play at best this week. I know there's some, some articles out there. Is he an RB1? Is he an RB2? Absolutely not. Flex play. Uh, I think TJ Yeldon's still going to be the highest scoring running back on Jacksonville's roster. Uh, I just, again, to me, it's wait and see. I mean, if you're desperate, I know there are some bye weeks, you might have to play him in your flex. I think I'd be fine with him in that role. But I do not have high expectations that he doesn't leave this game in the first quarter. Like, I mean, I just, to me, we have to stop thinking about the Leonard Fournette from last year because that player is not showing up this season. No, I completely agree with you. We all know what Jake thinks. Uh, Atlanta Falcons going on the road to play the Cleveland Browns. The Falcons are six-and-a-half-point favorites going on the road to play the Fighting Baker Mayfields. Jake, what do you see happening in Cleveland this week? I have not looked at the weather, so I took this as it was going to be decent, but I probably need to look at it. I think the Falcons, uh, a lot like the Bengals and Saints, I think the Falcons' offense too high-powered. The Browns are playing tough, but they just don't have what it takes to keep up with some of these offenses. Like They played really good last week against Kansas City for a while. They just got, they just got outlasted in the end. So I got the Falcons 30-20. to 20. Weather could play a factor in this one. I got a fantasy question for you guys going back to my team that has sucked because of Jordan Howard and Fournette. And my flex, do I take Calvin Ridley against the Browns, Howard, or Fournette? 
Oh, that's close between Ridley and Howard. Fournette's clearly the third option there for me. Um, I'm going to go Calvin Ridley. I think the Jordan Howard thing was more a game plan for last week. I think Tariq Cohen bounces back this week. Um, I think Howard has a good game, but it's close to me because I, th- I think there's a lot of offense. Exactly what I've got so far. All right, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm a Calvin Ridley owner. Uh, I love Calvin Ridley. The weather is not going to be a factor, 40 degrees and sunny, so it's not going to yeah. be a, a, it's not a little bit on Saturday, but it's not going to – it looks like it's going to be fine. Yeah, it looks like it'll be fine. If 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 it was going to snow, I would take Jordan Howard for sure. I still think – I think Jordan Howard gets in the end zone, so that take that for what it's worth. Uh, Washington Redskins going on the road to play the Tampa Bay. Oh, before we get to that, I'll give you my pick on this one. Oh, yeah. You just want to run right over my pick. Sorry. Don't, want, don't want your picks. Uh, I actually I agree with Jake on this one. It goes back to the Saints thing. I made the mistake last week of not believing in the Falcons' offense on the road because weather's not going to be a big deal. I think, again, it's less than a touchdown spread. I think they're able to cover it. But I do think this is actually a very good game. I think it's a high-scoring game. Yeah, I think it's going to be an entertaining game. And I am a – I have a quarterback on a bye, and I am playing Baker Mayfield this week because I think he has a very good week from a fantasy perspective. Might throw a pick, but I think he's going to have a good week from a fantasy perspective. Uh, Washington Redskins going on the road to play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Buccaneers are a three-point favorite at home, the traditional three-point favorite. Uh, Washington – the big thing with Washington is – Half of their offensive line is not starting in this game. Half more than that. Yeah, it's it's uh they had a last last game was a bad football game for them, but they also had a lot of injuries sustained over last week. Jamie, uh, what do you see happening here? I hate everything about this game. <laughs> uh, I've gone back and forth on this several different times. Um, I think the Redskins are a better football team than Tampa Bay, but they're very banged up right now. I'm gonna ever so slightly go with the Buccaneers at home minus three. I don't feel great about it, but I think Fitzpatrick could have a pretty decent game. I'm just worried about how the Redskins are going to score any points in this game where that offensive line is banged up as it is. I don't think Alex Smith – if Alex Smith can have success against any defense in the league, it's against this Tampa Bay defense, which is, again, on page two, allow more points than any team in the history of football. That's that's kind of bad. Yeah, uh, really But bad. I'm going to slightly lean toward the Buccaneers at home, but I do not feel good about this at all. You know, I, I got the Bucks 24-20. I actually feel pretty good about it. The Bucks have scored on everybody, and this Washington defense has been really good, what we've talked about. But I think Adrian Peterson has a big day. But other than that, I, I don't see Washington really being able to do a ton. That offensive line's banged up. I think they give Adrian Peterson enough touches that he has a pretty decent day. It's not like he's just going to run through them uh, because of their offensive line issues. But, I, I mean, the Buccaneers, look, even if they get down, they've proven they're, they're going to keep slinging it till the end. I think Fitzmagic has enough to get it done at home. Yeah, I'm going to start Fitzpatrick again this week for the second week in a row. I just, I'm going to start him over Trubisky only because I don't think Trubisky's going to have to throw much for the Bears to win that game. Uh, but to me, I, I look at this and I say, if you need a very, very like deep sleeper option, you're absolutely desperate. Uh, when Chris Thompson has been out, Capri Bibbs has had some fantasy value, so he might be a flex play for you if you're desperate. Uh, all right, next game, the biggest point spread of the weekend. That is the Arizona Cardinals going on the road to face the Kansas City Chiefs. Yikes. It is a 17-point favorite for the home team. Jamie. Uh, 17 points is a lot of points in the NFL, but the Kansas City Chiefs are a significantly better football team, and they're at home against an Arizona team. What do you see happening here? Uh, I think they'll cover, uh, but whenever you have a spread this large, it's difficult to, you know, again, 17 points is a lot of points in the NFL. You're still dealing with two NFL teams. Uh, I feel a little bit more confident about this than I did even with the Patriots when they had their big 16-point spread because that was on the road. The Chiefs are at home. They're at Arrowhead. It's a tough place to play. I think Rosen is going to struggle a bit. Um, I know we talk when we talked with Bruce Arians on the show Wednesday. One thing he mentioned was that 
you know, they, if you're going to have success against a defense, this is one of those defenses you have a chance to have success for. But Justin Houston's going to be back, and I think they're going to be able to get some pressure on him, and that's going to be a problem for him on the road, down a lot, being forced to throw, and getting pressure in your face. Uh, I, the Cardinals will be able to get a few points in this game because the Chiefs' defense isn't anything special right now, and you will be able to get a couple scores, especially if the Chiefs get up big. I mean, again, they're human beings. If you're up four or five scores, it's a little bit difficult to, to play defense with the same type of intensity that you would at the start of a game or in a close game. But I think the Chiefs do just enough here to cover, but I always avoid spreads that are this large. Uh, I would tease them. If, yeah. you, if you have another matchup you like, or you take a look at what Jake Jake and my premium picks this week on tdfantasy.com, this might be one if you want to throw them in and do a, like a three-team teaser, kind of get that total down from 17. Uh, that might be something you consider. Start everybody in fantasy for the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Keep an eye on Watkins if he plays. There's some iffiness in whether Sammy Watkins plays or not, but I think he's a wide receiver too this week if he does. All right, the next game we're going to talk about is another big point spread. The L.A. Chargers going on the road to play the Oakland Raiders. The Chargers are 10.5-point favorites on the road. Jake, what do you see happening in this game? So I was at this game the first time in L.A. Um, This is a very different Raiders team than it was then. They've gotten rid of uh, a bunch of guys, including Amari Cooper and Bruce Irvin. Uh, and the Chargers still pulled off. I mean, the Raiders hung in there for a little while, but the Chargers pulled off. They were just too much. Melvin Gordon just destroyed them in that game. Uh, I see the same thing. I got the Chargers 31-20, and I'm not real sure that the Raiders can get to 20. Yeah, I think the Chargers cover the spread. Um, I'm as confident as I can be about a road team covering a double-digit point spread. The Raiders are the worst team in the right now. Uh, and, and I know we just talked about the Cardinals, but the Raiders, just that roster is completely decimated. Uh, they're not trying to win right now. The coach is not trying to win right now. And nobody believes they're trying to win right now. And that's creating a lot of problems in the locker room, as we've already seen with Bruce Irving and others. Uh, to me, this is the Chargers are rolling. They are very much in this AFC West race. I don't think, I feel, aside from Jake and I and, and Paige, nobody else wants to talk about this. Everyone's just anointed the Chiefs as the AFC West champions, which is understandable. But the Chargers can catch them. Yeah. And they might catch them, and they're going to play again. So that's going to be extremely interesting to me. I think the Chargers go in there and just steamroll them. Melvin Gordon, I think, is my number two running back this week. I think yeah. Rivers is a top five or six quarterback play this week. Offense, offense out the wazoo for everybody on L.A. And the only play that's even startable for Oakland, I think, is in a PPR league is Jalen Richard and Flex. Yeah, they are, uh, they're a fantasy wasteland right now in Oakland, and the L.A. Chargers is about as good a matchup as you're going to find. All right, the Miami Dolphins are going on the road to Lambeau Field to play the Green Bay Packers. The Green Bay Packers kind of in this scenario I saw, if you lose this game, your playoff odds go, I mean, like like they don't exist if they lose this football game. So they are a 10-point favorite at home in a game where there's a lot of meaning in this game that they, that they kind of need this victory. Jake, do you see them covering that 10-point spread at home? Uh, I do not. I've got them 27-20. Um, and I've actually got another question for you, Andy Dalton or Aaron Rodgers this week. So I got the Packers 27-20. I think they have enough to get it done, but this Dolphins defense has been stingy. They rushed the passer pretty well. Their, their secondary has been really good all year. And look, the Packers, I don't pick against Aaron Rodgers at home, but to cover 10, Miami hadn't been that bad. They've been in a lot of games. Uh, Miami hasn't been that bad, and the Packers' offense hasn't been that explosive. No, and I'm going to answer Jake's question first as I pull up my rankings this week. What did I have? So I, have Aaron, I still have Aaron Rodgers as, as my number three quarterback this week uh, because there's a lot of interesting quarterbacks. But Dalton is in my top ten. I think they're both good. I still, still go with Aaron Rodgers in this game. Um, but this line is disrespectful. And sometimes you just have to take a line because you feel like it's disrespectful. It's disrespectful to the Miami Dolphins. The Miami Dolphins should not be ten-point underdogs in Green Bay. Not this Packers team. 
I, I, this is the, this is a classic case of the public. It happens with the Patriots, but they're actually good, so it's okay. And it's <laughs> happening with the Packers, where they're Patriots, Packers, and Cowboys, where their lines are always a little bit off because the public loves to bet on them because they're they're the most, some of the most popular teams in football. And people just say, hey, I want to bet on the Patriots this weekend, or I want to bet on the Cowboys or the Packers. There's nothing the Packers have done this year that tells me they are 10 points better than the Miami Dolphins. They're going to win this game. It's going to be a close game. But the Dolphins can play defense, and they're not turning the ball over a lot. And they can run the ball now. They have two backs, and Frank Gore looks really good, considering that I thought he was done so two years ago. So I, I'm, I'm with Jake on this one. I'm going to take the Packers to win, but the Dolphins will cover. Yeah, Green Bay weather, 36 degrees and cloudy, so it doesn't look like they're going to get any snow. They are getting a little snow right now, but that that can always impact, but it doesn't look like there's going to be much of a weather impact day of on Sunday. Uh, The Seattle Seahawks going on the road to play the L.A. Rams. This is another pretty big spread here, nine and a half points, not traditionally what we're used to seeing between these two teams who are usually pretty close. Uh, But the Rams got – the Rams took their first loss last weekend and are coming home – to play a divisional game, and I expect to see big things from this L.A. Rams team, and I expect Sean McVay to have a very, very good game plan. Jake, do you agree? Uh, I do. I don't have them covering, but I have them putting up 30 again. I got a 31-20 Rams, and I really or 31-24, excuse me, and I, I really think that's more of a backdoor cover from the Seahawks. Uh, I think the Rams get up early, and they just kind of hang in there and kind of coast. I mean, I think they win it by seven or eight. Uh, I don't know that they cover that because Russell Wilson is the, the all him and Aaron Rodgers, like the ultimate, you know, throw a touchdown with three seconds left. It doesn't really matter kind of thing. Um, but I think the Rams bounce back at home and, and just keep rolling. If this is the only game so far we disagree on. Um, look, and if the Rams would have won, this is going to sound so strange, but if the Rams would have won last week, I would have taken the Seahawks in the points here. I think the Rams, again, you got hit in the mouth. You came back and you got hit in the mouth again. So that's two, you basically lost that game twice. You lost the game in the first half, then you came back and lost it again when you were tied. So I think they're going to be up to prove something. I think they're going to be a little angry. They finally have just a little. They can manufacture a little adversity here. These are always close games, but I think this is the game where the Rams can end up winning by 10 or 14 because they really want to show, okay, if we want to prove we're the best team in football, we better start beating people up again, and we're not going to coast. And I really, really want to see a big game from that defense. Yeah, I need to see. I, look, I, I agree with you, and I see all that. I just they just look a little tired to me. I think you know their buy is a couple more weeks away. I think they, like I said, they get up, but I think they just kind of shut it down. But I totally see what you're saying. I mean, I, it makes sense to say, okay, they're going to bounce back and blow them out. Yeah, I think ten points sounds about right to me in that in that football game. These games are always close, though. I mean, yeah, to Jake's point, like if this is a this game is a great Seattle. Shoreline game winning field goal, I don't think anybody would be shocked. Yeah. Uh, All right. Sunday night football, the Dallas Cowboys going into Philadelphia. Philadelphia is a seven-point favorite at home. If you want to find out what Jake thinks about this game, you're going to have to become a TD Fantasy Premium subscriber. But, Jamie, I'll let you give some advice here on this game. Philadelphia in a, uh, hey, the Washington Redskins lost. Is this your division? Go win it because it doesn't look like anybody wants to win it right now. Yeah, see, I don't know what Jake thinks. He might disagree with me on this one. And I almost put this as my lock. Okay. I think the Eagles destroy the Cowboys in this game. Everything is now setting up perfectly for the Eagles to go on this run and win this division. All right, the Cowboys are bad. They've been bad all season. I didn't buy into this little, these little spurts where they win two of three and people think, oh, the Cowboys are back. They're not. They suck. They can't score any points, and that defense is still overrated because uh, they don't play anybody. Uh, you gave, gave up like 28 points to oh, – I guess you the defense scored one. But like you gave up three scores to Tennessee. Yeah. That, that might be the worst offense. At home. Yeah. 
That team is bad. The Eagles are getting healthy. I think as we talked about on Wednesday, Darren Sproles being back in this offense is extremely important. Since the last time we saw this Eagles team, they have Golden Tate and they have Darren Sproles. And that is going to completely change the way they throw the football. I, I really like this team a lot. I know they're, they're seven-point favorites in this game. I think they this is a blowout on Sunday Night Football. I think the Eagles – this is the Eagles coming out party. And this is the game when they're in the playoffs, when they're in the second round, we're saying, how did they get here? This is the turnaround game. Yeah, it looks like Washington, uh, because of injuries and because I think it was a little fraudulent. They were overachieving. Yeah, they were overachieving. Starts to become the the second-place team in this division. And like Jamie said, the Giants are – up there for the worst team in football, yeah. and and we're we're not seeing much from anywhere but else. Uh, love in that Carson, division. love Carson Wentz in this game. Yeah, uh, I agree. I'm really high. No Sean Lee again. Like he's shocking. It's he's, guys, he's such a talented player. I feel, I, I, don't, I don't mean healthy. to be dismissive because it, it sucks to to be hurt. It just yeah. it's, it's unfortunate that he cannot seem to stay healthy because he that defense is at least competent when he's out there because he is such a good player, but. Without him, it's just a completely different defense. All right. Uh, in the we don't want to watch you Monday night football uh, for the second week in a row. You guys want to go to dinner plans again? Yeah, you guys want to do something different on Monday night. Uh, the New York Giants going on the road to face the San Francisco 49ers. The Niners are a three-point favorite at home, traditional three-point favorite. Jake, what do you see happening there? I got the Giants 24-20. I'm not real sure why, just because San Francisco has like – Zero Madden players. There's nobody explosive at all on that team. Uh, good one, yes, but yeah. I, yeah, I. But I mean, I just I don't know. I mean, I think the Giants have enough guys they could put in space. The Niners' defense has been okay when the, when that defensive line and those three first round picks are all out there, they can be disruptive. But I just think the Giants have enough to get it done. Prime time, they're still the Giants, and um, I'm going to take them twenty four twenty. I don't think anybody has a monster game other than Saquon though. Yeah, I agree with you wholeheartedly. This to me is – I find this line funny. Uh, I understand Nick Mullins had one good moment in his life, and it was last Thursday. But let's let's be realistic here. It's Nick Mullins, okay? There was the reason why he came in this season as the third quarterback on the Kansas before United. And as good as Kyle Shanahan is at offense, at some point talent matters. And I still look at the other side of the ball, and I say, you've got Eli Manning. You've got Odell Beckham Jr. You've got Saquon Barkley. You've got Sterling Shepard. You've got Evan Ingram. You've got all these pieces there. And I like at some point, that's got to put up enough offense. I am not at all scared by the San Francisco defense. Nothing that happens against the Raiders matters. Yes. And I think that's something we're going to talk about the rest of the year. If you change your opinion on the team based on what they did by playing the Raiders, unless they lose maybe, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I don't care how good you looked. That team is a disaster. Uh, the Giants are, are the far more talented team right now. They're both not good teams. I don't think there's any – it's a Monday night game. I'm not worried about the travel. I think the Giants cover this. But I think the Giants went outright. Yeah, I I agree with you guys. I think this Only is, one game different this week. Yeah, well, yeah, you guys are pretty – And we both think the team that is going to win. It's just it's how much do the Rams win by. Yeah, uh, in lockstep this week. Jake, do you have any parting thoughts on today's podcast? I've got one more question for you guys. In a flex – Full point PPR, Taylor Gabriel, Evan Ingram, Goodwin, or Godwin? Uh, Gabriel. Gabriel. That's what I thought. So I just yep. want to throw that one out there. Uh, Godwin, second. Second, first, I so. agree. But I would much prefer to play Gabriel with some touchdown upside against the Detroit Lions team than the, than the other guys you got listed mm-hmm. there. You got something else you, go, you want to get off your chest there? Nope, I'm good. Good luck, everybody. All right. <laughs> All right.
Jamie, any parting thoughts? Uh, no, just it's going to be an extremely interesting week. I want to see if there was anything quickly. I should have had this pulled up already, so I'm going to talk and I'm going to stall. So I'm going to break the fourth wall here as I'm stalling. I want to see if I had – there was somebody in my rankings that I wanted to – I think I wanted to point out that I had pretty high this week. Uh, someone someone random that's, that's sticking out to you? Well, yeah, actually, I think this is going to be a, a couple things quickly. I think this is going to actually be a decent week for David Johnson. Okay. He's my number 11 running back this week. I think he's going to have a strong game. I think Nick Chubb, he cracks my top 10 this week. I think this you're going to do it. It's going to be against this Atlanta defense. Uh, they seem to be really high on him. I think he's going to have uh, a pretty good, exciting game. And for those of you that are, are, are wondering about, you know, where's the other one? Uh, about the Eagles wide receivers, I still think Alshon Jeffrey is my number one for the Eagles guys. Okay. So I think he's cracked my top 20. Golden Tate just outside that. But uh, I'm really high on those new guys. All right. Really high on the new guys. You pay attention. That was some free advice from Jamie that you didn't have to uh, have as a T Fantasy Premium subscriber. Jake, how can everybody follow you on social media? Uh, Jake B. Arians, uh, like I told you about Cam Newton, get at me after that one, uh, after Philip Rivers lights it up this weekend. And Jake Arians on Instagram. Uh, Jamie? At Jamie Eisner on Twitter and at Jamie Eisner on Instagram. Direct all your hate mail to Jake. Yep, direct all your hate mail to Jake. Uh, and Raiders fans, be sure to follow Jamie Eisner and uh, let Told him know so. how right he was. Told you so. Uh, and if you want to follow me, I'm at the underscore sports page with an eye on Twitter and Instagram. And as usual, you should follow TD Fantasy at TD Fantasy underscore on both Twitter and Instagram. Subscribe, give us a rating. We super appreciate that. And need to check out fantasy football at c.com. Have a great weekend and good luck. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.